0: Hello, this is your daily dose of news from On Manorama. I am your host Vishnu and these are the major news studies of Thursday, December 21st, 2023. Parliament passes Telecommunications Bill which will allow Centre to temporarily take control of telecom services in the interest of national security. Centre hands over Comprehensive Security of Lok Sabha to Central Industrial Security Force from Delhi Police. Sexual harassment accused bridge, Bhushan Singh's loyalist Sanjay Singh becomes new president of Wrestling Federation of India. Egypt seeks to broker Gaza ceasefire as Hamas and Israel assert demands. No plan to make Covid testing mandatory at airports as of now, say Health Ministry sources. Let's get into the details. The Parliament on Thursday passed a bill that seeks to allow the government to temporarily take control of telecom services in the interest of national security and provide a non auction route for the allocation of satellite spectrum. The Telecommunications Bill 2023 was approved by the Rajya Sabha through a voice vote. It was passed by the Lok Sabha on Wednesday after a short debate. The Telecommunications Bill also allows the sender to take possession of a telecom network in case of any public emergency or in the interest of public safety. Besides, it provides for stopping transmission and intercepting messages in case of public emergency in the interest of the public to prevent incitement for committing offence. According to the bill, the press messages of correspondence accredited to the centre or state governments shall not be intercepted or detained unless the transmission has been prohibited under rules applicable to public emergency and public order. The government has decided to hand over the comprehensive security of the parliament building complex to the Central Industrial Security Force, or CISF, in the wake of the recent breach of the safety ring, official sources said on Thursday. The CISF will render access control to the new and old parliament complex in an airport security-like fashion where body frisking of persons will be done through handheld detectors and their belongings will be checked through x-ray machines with a provision to even scan shoes, heavy jackets and belts by putting them on a tray and passing them through the scanner. Earlier frisking of visitors to parliament complex was done by Delhi Police personnel. In a major security breach on the anniversary of the 2001 parliament terror attack on December 13th, two persons jumped into the Lok Sabha chamber from the public gallery during zero hour, released yellow smoke from canisters and shouted slogans before being overpowered by the MPs. One of the accused had hidden a canister in his shoes. The CISF is a central armed police force that currently guards many central government ministry buildings in Delhi apart from installations in the nuclear and aerospace domain, 67 civil airports and the Delhi Metro. Sanjay Singh on Thursday became the new president of the Wrestling Federation of India, or WFI, with his panel comfortably winning most of the posts in the delayed polls as outgoing chief Bridge Bushan Sharan Singh gained indirect control over the sports body. Sanjay, who is a Bridge Bushan loyalist and UP Wrestling Association vice president, secured 40 votes as against 7 that his rival Anita Sharan got. Given the tremendous interest the outgoing chief has in the sport, it is expected that Sanjay will consult him in policy decisions. The outcome of the polls would give top wrestlers Bajrang Punya, Vinesh Fogat and Sakshi Malik the feeling that their protest against Bridge Bushin has come to naught, as they could not get the fraternity behind them despite aggressively pushing for the change of guard. They had accused Bridge Bushan of sexually harassing women wrestlers, including juniors, and managed to mobilize huge support from different sections of society, but the protest whistled out the day they planned a march towards the new parliament building on May 28th, when Delhi Police removed all the protesters from Jantar Mantar for rioting. The wrestlers had officially called off their protest on June 7th, when Sports Minister Anadok Thakur assured them that none of the family members or close associates of Bridge Bhushan will be allowed to enter the WFI election fray. The U.S. said very serious negotiations were taking place on a new Gaza ceasefire and release of more Israeli hostages, but prospects for a deal remained uncertain as Hamas insisted it would not discuss anything less than a complete end to Israel's offensive in the Palestinian enclave. Hamas, leader Ismail Haniyeh, visited Egypt and Venezuela for the first time in more than a month for discussions with the Egyptian officials who were seeking to mediate another truce. A source briefed on the negotiation said envoys were intensively discussing which of the hostages still held by Palestinian Islamist militants in Gaza could be freed in a new truce and which Palestinian prisoners Israel might release in return. Islamic Jihad, a smaller Palestinian militant group that is also holding hostages in Gaza, said its leader would visit Egypt in coming days as well to discuss a possible end to the conflict. Now more than 10 weeks old, Israel launched its campaign in the Gaza Strip with the aim of annihilating Hamas after its fighters raided Israel on October 7th. They took some 240 hostages and killed 1,200 people, according to Israel. Since then, Israel has waged a massive ground and air assault on the seaside enclave. Nearly 20,000 deaths have been confirmed by the Gazan Health Ministry, with several thousand more bodies believed to be trapped under the rubble. International aid groups say Gaza's 2.3 million people have been driven to the brink of catastrophe by wholesale destruction that has driven 90% of them from their homes and left many malnourished and gravely short of clean water and medical care. There is no plan so far to make RT-PCR testing for COVID-19 mandatory at airports for travellers, Union Health Ministry sources said on Thursday, amid an uptick in coronavirus infections in India. Even though the number of cases is rising and the JN1 subvariant has been detected in the country, there is no cause of immediate concern as 92% of those infected are opting for home-based treatment, indicating mild illness, they said. There is also no increase in hospitalisation rates and COVID-19 is an incidental finding in people hospitalized due to other medical conditions. In the last two weeks, 22 people have died due to COVID-19 in the country. India on Thursday recorded 594 fresh COVID-19 infections while the number of active cases increased to 2,669 from 2,311 the previous day, according to Union Health Ministry data. The death toll has climbed to 5,33,327 with six more people, three from Kerala, two from Karnataka and one from Punjab, succumbing to the viral disease, the data updated at 8 am stated. As many as 21 cases of the JN1 variant had been detected across the country till Wednesday. In a letter to States and Union Territories, Union Health Secretary Sudhanj Panth on Monday underlined the critical COVID-19 control and management strategies considering the upcoming festive season, and advise them to put in place requisite public health measures to minimize the risk of increase in transmission of the disease. That brings us to the end of this episode. Thanks for listening to Daily News Tours, hosted and produced by me Vishnu Miralitharan with technical support from IW Studios. Follow on monoderma.com for detailed updates on the latest news and be sure to come back tomorrow.